You're listening to The Great Coaches Podcast. Hi everyone, Paul here, and just a quick message from me to let you know that if you are looking to improve the performance of your team, no matter whether it is a work, sporting, or community one, then we've developed some tools to help. On the website, you will find our Thriving Teams Diagnostic, which uses insights from the more than 200 great coaches we have interviewed to challenge you with a series of questions to help you understand how your team is performing. It's free and only takes a few minutes to complete. If you'd like to know more, you can check out our website, thegreatcoachespodcast.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to the Great Coaches Podcast. To me, being perfect is not about that scoreboard out there. This is a chance of a lifetime. When you can understand the person, you can then work towards a common goal. We are all on the same team. Know your role and do it to the best of your ability. Focus on the fundamentals. We've gone over time and time again. Your defense has got to be better. Leave no doubt tonight. Great moments are born from great opportunity. My name is Paul Barnett, and you are listening to The Great Coaches Podcast, where we explore leadership through the lens of high-performance sport by interviewing great coaches from around the world to try and find ideas to help all of us lead our teams better. Our great coach on this episode is Petter Kotek. Petter is the holder of a fifth Dan in kickboxing and is the head coach of the Czech Republic kickboxing team. He is a 14-time world champion, a five-time World Cup winner, and a three-time winner of the USA Open. He has also coached more than 10 amateur world champions. Petter is a coach with a deep focus on helping his athletes with the specific mental and physical skills they require to master their fear and enter the tatami confident that they are able to perform at their very best. He is a student of coaching and searches for learning from a broad array of sports and people to ensure that he has the skills he needs to be the best possible coach he can be for every individual. In fact, he describes his role as a coach is figuring out what his role needs to be for each person. I always enjoy learning from combat coaches. Their focus on learning to master fear and build confidence is applicable to so many parts of life. And some of the highlights of this conversation for me were Petter's view on the importance of being calm, as when your emotions are under control, you are able to more easily adapt your strategy. And the advice he gives on practicing to be calm by focusing on the combination of physical actions required of you in that specific moment. The great coaches are partners with their athletes and they work together to make the necessary changes to achieve success. 
and that you overcome self-doubt by focusing on your strengths and the successful moments you deploy them and making sure that these are a key part of your training program. This was a terrific conversation and I hope you enjoyed as much as I did. The Great Coaches Podcast. Peter, it's great to see you today. Where are you in the world? I'm in Czech Republic in Prague in the center of Europe. Hi, Paul. Yes, and I see we have a lovely day out. So uh, have you been out training already this morning or will that be something you'll do afterwards? I have some special meeting afterwards, but in the afternoon, I'm going to have a few training sessions. Peter, you have had a marvelous career as a kickboxer and as a kickboxing coach, a 16-time world champion. You've coached more than 10 amateur champions along the way. So I guess the first question I would like to ask you is, what do you think great coaches do differently? I think great coaches must be partners with the athletes, especially now when we are talking about the actual situation these days. In the past, maybe it was a little bit different, but I think now you must be a partner with your athlete. It's necessary to know your athlete. So when you start to understand who is your athlete and possible to change many things, if you have a good balance in your partnership, then you can really change big things and you can change many things. You can change a lot of skills, everything. But athletes need, want to change many things and also the trainers. You should know how to change it. But of course, it's about a balance. Both of you change the big change, then you can make it. How have you got to know your athletes? What are the methods that you use to get to know them at a deeper level? It's important if you know your athletes from the child age or if they come a little bit later. This is a very important condition because if you know your athlete as a child, your family, everything else about your athlete, not only the sport part, but also, as I said, the family and friends and school, then it's easier to know your athlete. So it's not only sport. I think this is very important. You need to understand the consequences. Sometimes when we are going into the details, big part is also the private life. How is your partner? And if you are a boy and girl or mix of everything, but at first you need a time. Very important is a critic situation, especially in the sport, in the training or in, in the competition. This situation shows you who you are, where's your limit. It's a mix of everything. In your sport, kickboxing, what is the main role of you as a coach? I'm afraid that it's not easy answer. It depends also on your athlete because kickboxing is an individual sport. So you must really work individually with your students. The role can be a little bit different for the athletes. My role, the big role is understand what should be my role. If somebody needs to really have like a general to tell the task and everything, so then I try to be more tough. If somebody needs to have more a friend or partner, I try to be more friendly. And also I try to recognize what is really necessary for your athlete. It's, it's very difficult to explain it in general. I'm here to help them to the kickboxing or sport mission. And everybody needs a little bit different things. So I try to find out what is what the role is the best one. So if it's possible to say like that. No, it's a great answer. It's a fantastic answer. I was talking to one of your students in preparation for this interview, and I was also watching some video footage of you fighting. And I wanted to ask you about courage and how you help your athletes develop the courage 
to get into a fight and then to keep going when they're getting hurt. Courage is just mm. such an important part, I imagine, of kickboxing. I think it starts in the training. If you are able to implement into your training the similar situation, what can happen in the fight, it really helps. After a time, if you make the training very similar to fight, which is very difficult and it's not possible to do it every training, but when the atmosphere and the team on the training is ready for a really training pointing for this, this really helps. And then if you understand what's going to happen on the training, then you can individually talk to each athlete and work with them. It's, it's mostly training and then, of course, competition. You must visit the competition. You must go and fight as much as possible. At first on beginner's level and then step by step, higher and higher, especially in the international tournaments and then, of course, the, the biggest tournament. And this mission or this way slowly shows you the development. Also skills, of course, but also the head. The head is, you never know what's going to happen. It's not exact science. I'm always surprised. I'm always surprised. I try my best to help, but on that moment in the fight, it's only up to the athlete and they must sell what they train. And it's changed. It's possible to some level to train. You must have it in your soul. The martial arts or martial sports, the fighting sports are not for everybody. It's not like normal games or sports. You need to have something in yourself to really fight with and deal with this situation. Somebody can do it really well, somebody not very well. Another thing is in kickboxing is very good. Sport, when you can fight. The full contact styles or not full contact styles. Even when you are not really a fighter, you can try the sport, you are not destroyed. So it's a sport for points. In the beginning, you can pick the not full contact style, and then if you feel that you have it in yourself and you want to touch the full contact part of the kickboxing, you can. You can, but it's not necessary. So I think it's a very big power of kickboxing. You can really choose what fits your soul, what fits your body, what can be really good for you. You talked a minute ago about always being surprised. Could you tell us a story about when you were recently surprised by one of your athletes? <laughs> I have many stories about it because when you are in the fight, sometimes you are like in trance or something. The modern word is flow, maybe, where you get into the flow. Sometimes the athletes become totally different persons. I had my students in the fight. The student was very calm, not expressive person. But when they got hit, the person's totally changed. He starts to scream. He starts to express himself. So it was totally different person. When the fight stops, he changed. His life role totally changed. But I understand that because sometimes when I feel like that, when I step into the tummy, I become a different person. It's a different world. I cannot really explain the stories. You must be there to understand. Persons are really changing in the ring. But I mean in a good way. In the ring or on the tatami, you can reach your maximum. Here you can understand really your emotions. Usually in the competition, I'm surprised. Not on the training, not in the training, but on the competition. There is a place where I'm surprised when I reach the top of themselves, my athletes. I'd like to talk about emotions and now that you've brought them up because you have a reputation as a coach who is very calm. Um, I spoke to two people 
and they both use the word calm. Are there any routines or systems or things that you do to maintain your calmness before a fight or during a fight? When I was younger and I was fighting really like myself and before I was a trainer, of course, I tried to be calm when I do some sport. It's not possible. I wasn't that calm like now. So after the experience, I changed it a little bit because sometimes when I was not calm, it was contraproductive. I felt the emotion and uh, emotion controlled me. Now, I did not control my emotions, but the emotions won. For example, I lost the fight or I didn't do what I really want. After a time, I realized that it's better to really control the emotions. For example, in the fight, when your opponent doesn't know your emotions, it's better because then your opponent doesn't know what to expect. When you show really your emotions, when you are really happy or sad or or angry, you can adapt your strategy for your fight. Also, when I'm a trainer, I think it's better to stay calm. I'm so happy that I'm a trainer because I'm doing work what I really love. There is no reason why I can be angry. I'm really happy person when I'm on the training. Okay, of course, sometimes I shout, sometimes I really need to control the training. That's of course too much emotions for me. I think it wouldn't work. That's why I'm trying to stay calm. But inside, of course, I feel a lot of emotions but I don't show the emotions too much. It's like in the fight when you are a trainer. So it's better when your emotion is under control. And I think that's the best way. How do you teach your athletes to control or hide their emotions? Is there any tips or tools that you have? Yes, it's very difficult part of the training. So I try to teach them. For example, one of the tools is to make up a task for you. Tell yourself, What do you really want to do it? Try to use a combination, jab, jab, punch, uh, roundhouse kick, front kick, for example, because it's your good combination. So concentrate only on this and try to really do it, try to really use it in the fight. And when you have a task, when you have a goal, like a small goal, then you concentrate only on this. It doesn't matter if you are successful or no. Just try five times, ten times. And then you a little bit forgot of the things around. This is one of my tools. Make the task for you, make the goal, and then concentrate on the goal, on the small goal during the round or fight. And it really helps. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Peter, your students tell me 
you are always trying to learn and improve as a coach. In fact, you're a student of coaching. <laughs> are there any particular resources or books that you found helpful on your journey as a coach? I think this is one of the biggest problem in martial arts, maybe in kickboxing. I have to say in kickboxing, martial arts, maybe no, but kickboxing. It's very difficult, you know, to find <laughs> these resources because our sport is not that big, it's not that large. I know the textbooks in German language because my friend, national coach in Austrian kickboxing, he wrote a book in German language, but I'm not strong in German language to understand this textbook, but I am lucky. We are very big friends. He told me everything what is in the book. I think this is very important. If you have a friends around the world, this is the best resources because no textbooks too much, especially for the styles. One fighting, light contact, full contact, okay, K1. I still think that everybody wants to save it for yourself. There is their magics or know-how maybe too much resources about it. But in the beginning, when I was a student, when I was in university, I, of course, learned a lot, anatomy, physiology, and so many, many things around. So this was very good. This was the great basic for my work, to understand the education of a human body, psychological things. So this was perfect. But you start to understand later, after experience. You need to really the experience from the training or from the competition. And after that, you start to understand. So I was in the university. When I study, I slowly start to understand, oh, this thing we are doing because of that. And start to slowly understand what's going to happen in the training. And after a time, I adapt also my coaching to this knowledge. Another step, personal experience, when I talk to my colleagues, for example, in different gyms or in different countries, I visit a few times like Canada, for example, Jean-Yves Terrier, his nickname is Iceland, so he was a very big star in the past of kickboxing. So I talked to him a lot about it. I was visiting his gyms in Canada. I learned a lot there. Also, I travel around Europe. In England, I was uh, visiting the gym in Hungary, in Germany. This was a text for me to talk to my colleagues and try to get the information from them and try to use it here. This was the, the second step. And the third step, finally, in Czech Republic, a few years ago, starts the project from Czech Olympic team or Czech Olympic Federation. This is a big meetings with coaches, conferences, trainers as a speech or presentation from around the world. Very helpful for me. I'm so happy that I visit these sessions. It's very refreshing your mind because how is the system in Belgian football? for example. It's amazing. And also when I talked to the personal coach of Kobe Bryant, it was great. Some sport psychologists from English Premier League. So another university for me, these people and to get the information from them. Peter, would you mind sharing some of the things that you thought interesting about Belgian football or Kobe Bryant or, or the Premier League? I would be fascinated to hear what advice or insight you took from those conversations. Sometimes it's good that they, for example, confirm your mind, your thoughts, that you are on good way. I don't think that I am the best coach or I know everything. It's the first step of the end when you feel that you are the best and you know everything the best. I'm always criticize my steps, my thoughts. And when I talk to these people, they tell me, okay, this is a good way. I'll do the same thing or I'll do a little bit different. I'll do this that way. This dialogue, I talk to myself. 
Then I talk to them and I compare, and this is great. For example, here in Czech Republic, there is not too many kickboxing coaches with the highest education, for example. Here in Czech Republic, I am one of the mentors. I teach coaches. I also need to be trained. I like to reach the information. I must find it somewhere else. And in kickboxing, it's difficult. So I try to find in different sports. And I think in some levels, it's the same. The sports are the same. They have the same problem with their young athletes. They have the same problem with motivation, the same problem with the money, and they have the same problem with the federation of the system of the sport. So it's all right. I found where I get the information, where I can talk to my colleagues. This is very refreshing. I'm very happy when I learn something new and it's really good for my work or my life. What was the best thing that you recently learned? Almost everybody from the really big persons of sports, they said what I just said. Don't think that you are a god of sport. You must have still open your eyes and listen to the others. This is very important. I try to really work like that, especially now because I'm leading the Czech Kickboxing Federation. And now we are still growing up. There's a lot of work and you need help. There is a lot of parts of your work that somebody can do it better than you or than me. I need help. And if I get the help from the other people and we have the same goal, then we can grow and we can make our sport much better. It's also maybe part of the business coaching, but I think works together. Sport and business is very close, I think, in many points, especially how to lead the people or the leadership is really similar. This way of learning now how to really be a leader of people. You know. Leaders often talk about having moments when they doubt themselves and they doubt their ability. Could you tell me about your top tips in dealing with self-doubt? I think it's to improve skills. When you improve your skills, it really helps. I had like this. My confidence went forward when I really learned what I never did before. For example, when I did splits, I jumped on Van Damme, of course, in the movies. So then I said, okay, I really, I'm like him. I can say that I'm a kickboxer, you know. When I learned how to do spinning kicks, you know, jumping spinning kicks, the, the combination, the multiple kicks combination. So this really helped me. The kickboxing skills for my students, I'm sure that this helps the most. And of course, there is another part, it's the head. But I think this really helps to train your skills, to understand where you are strong. You are a good boxer or you are a good kicker or you are good in conditions. You are good with feeling the fight, to read the opponent's movements. This is important to understand where is your strong moments. And when you train to the maximum and then your self-confidence can be better. And I think it really works in our gym. And better, I can see that you use learning as a way of really overcoming self-doubt, but not only that, developing yourself and your students and pushing their lives forward. So my final question would be around legacy. And I'd like to ask you, what legacy do you believe you are leaving as a coach? Nobody asked me this question before. <laughs> I hope that I'm not that old already, but the sport is a good part of your life. I think this is the main thing. The sport is a good part of your life. And the sport can train your sport skills, but also life skills. The sport is not wasting of your time. 
is really good part of your life. If you reach top level of the sport or just conditional, if you are doing just for fun, I think it doesn't matter. It depends of your life mission, what is your life way. But I think the sport must, not must, but I think it's supposed to be good part of your life. I'm, I'm very happy that the sport is my hobby and my job. This is my mission, but I'm sure that sport can be good part of everybody's life. Thank you so much for your time today. I've enjoyed our discussion immensely. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Thank you very much. And I hope we meet somewhere else sometimes. We will. We will. <laughs> Hi, everyone. It's Paul here. And you have been listening to the great coach, Peter Kotek. Some of the key parts for me were the importance of humility as a coach and knowing that you still have so much to learn and that this learning can come from a wide array of sources. How the process of being in flow in a fight can actually lead to greater emotional expression from the athlete and that this is often quite different from who the actual person is outside of the tatami. The importance of training regimes in building the courage needed for the actual competitive fight and the importance of getting to know the athlete's family and friends so that you can understand them on a deeper level. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And just before we go, if you are one of the people who has listened to our podcast in one of the 50,000 times it has been played, and you have any feedback, an element of leadership you would like us to explore, or know a great coach that you think we should interview, then please let us know. The interaction with the wide and varied people who listen gives us great energy, and you can contact us using the details in the show notes.